What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs. This is your hobby content alternative. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. I collect sports cards and have a podcast about collecting sports cards. I'm a two-time girl dad, and I am not getting a ton of sleep. As I'm recording this episode, I feel like I am running my old college radio shift at WGRE, your sound alternative on the DePaul University campus. That's what I feel like right now because I am recording this in the wee hours of the early morning. I just got back from a run. I just got out of the shower. I just poured my cup of coffee. And now I'm recording a damn podcast about collecting sports cards because I love this and I needed to find some time and some space for this. Let me set the stage for you. As I'm recording this right now, we have these moments when we have a newborn, right? So you have to support the wife and the whole feeding process, making sure your little one becomes a little tyke. So, you know, constantly up in the middle of the night, helping with the changing, doing all of those things. And your life literally flashes before your eyes. I, to- I looked at my daughter or looked at my wife the other day and I said, you know what? Like, I feel like we're just going to blink in this stage of, uh, being a parent is going to uh, evolve past us and we'll be on to a new stage. So I don't really care. I like to sleep, but I don't require a ton of sleep. I kind of set my priorities straight. And you know what? I need to do these things to have some time to record a podcast about collecting sports cards. And I hope you enjoy that and appreciate what is coming at you. There is so much going on in the world of sport right now. We love sports. If you listen to this podcast, you collect sports cards and you love sports. Um, we have the NBA, we've, we had the NBA season kick off this past week, or tip off, excuse me, let me get the shit straight. Okay, tipping off, we tip off in the NBA. And so I always forget this. There's just this new flood and sea of content and stats and you know, every night there's something new. And of course, on the Instagram machine and whatever social media platforms you follow, there's always new narratives being spun. And by the way, if you're not already, why don't you follow me at Stacking Slabs across all those social channels? I do appreciate that and appreciate everyone who slides into the DMs for a quick chat or maybe a long chat about something. But one thing that I always forget about is just how much content comes to us um, now that the NBA season tips off. So what I can tell you as I'm recording this, and who knows by the time this goes live, is that my Indiana Pacers, they are 2-0 as I record this. Um, So off to a good start. Uh, The team is deep. We're a lot of fun to watch. We score a ton of points. Don't know how sustainable it is. We could work on the defense a little bit, but it is fun and has been a rebuilding process. And I think the team is finally at the stage where, you know what, we probably are a playoff worthy team. And that is something that I can get excited about. So I want to shout out our unofficial sponsor on today's Stacking Slabs podcast, and that is NBA League Pass. So are you an NBA League Pass degenerate? Do you just sit there, stay up all night and just click around and watch all of the games? If you are, or if you're not, you probably should. And this most certainly isn't a unofficial sponsorship for Bally Sports because Bally Sports sucks. 
We don't like Bally Sports around here on the Stacking Slabs podcast. No good. Never good. And I don't understand their platform. I don't understand nothing ever working. I don't understand the model. It is out of date, dated. No one wants to operate like Bally Sports operates. The one thing that I just can't stand is I can't stand having to jump through a bunch of hoops, especially when you live a mile away from the stadium to watch a damn game. So that's why, and it's not a solution on the local market, but if you're an NBA degenerate, you got to be a League Pass subscriber. There's so much going on. Uh, I saw Lucas score 49 points the other night. You got the Wimby Mania. You got the return of the Nuggets. You got the Celtics who are looking strong as always, but there's just so much fun now that the NBA season kicks off. And maybe because I'm in a small market, but I think it's so over-indexed one way. I, For me, just on the national stage, take League Pass out of it. Take bad, bad Bally Sports out of it. I am not sure I need to see the same teams over and over and over and over again. It is, I saw a chart about, how many national TV appearances each team has. And it is like absolutely insane how much some of these teams, uh, the major market teams have. And it's just like, it reminds me so much. And and by by the way, I, I mean no offense to this, just seems like when you like blink on Sunday Night Football, it's like, it feels like every other game is like the Cowboys versus the Giants. And it's just, I, we don't like, and on the basketball side, it's just, you know, you've got, the same teams over and over again. And I understand money, ratings, all this. But just as a small market guy, I, I don't know. I just don't need to see these teams all the time. Especially you see these teams all the time and they, they're not winning because they have one player. It just doesn't make any sense to me. And so that's why I think League Pass is cool. So you can curate your viewing experience. You can literally go watch rookies that you're interested in and get all the telecasts. So if you haven't, dipped your toe in the league pass and you like the NBA, it's worth it. And so, yeah, I think NBA gives me a whole new um, opportunity to spend time watching sports that I love. And I have really had a good time so far carving out time to watch the NBA. And it's crazy. Uh, I got to mention it, right? Mm -hmm. We're in the World Series, which this is just that time. You've got the World Series, you've got the NBA going on, and you're halfway through the NFL season, which is madness. Um, I have the Colts and Saints at home. I'm going to that today as I record this. Who knows what's going to happen? What I can say is that uh, win, lose, or draw, uh, the Colts have a top 10 offense in the NFL, which is something I was not expecting. So, um, what I've learned over the course of this year as opposed to last year. Losing is a lot easier when you've got an offense that is scoring some points, and we all want points. We all want to see those uh, red zone clips. We all want to see people dancing in the end zone, all of those fun things. I hope you're enjoying sports, whatever your sport is, whatever you collect. I hope you're enjoying the Friday series on the parallel runs. We talked with my man, Brandon. Talked Galactics last week. If you have not already, go check it out in the archives. Brandon at Mission Street Cards. And I think this was an interesting conversation because it really, we we got to talking about 
the uh, short print of it all when it comes to parallels. And we, outside of Topps Gold, might have been the only one, but we hadn't really dug into a parallel in the modern era, which obviously 92 Topps Gold isn't of the modern era um, or ultra modern era, but we hadn't talked about just short prints, the impact, and what those parallels mean in the hearts and minds of collectors and potentially long-term value. And I think ultimately what it came down to what i like talking about brandon and the galactics is that like the appearance the eye appeal the design those are the things that were reasons why he collect and i also thought it was interesting talking a little bit about the low-end product of revolution and how galactics though is or appears to be or in my eyes is a premium parallel in the panini era but it's also one of those parallels that has a a little cult following. I think the response I got was collectors who were uncertain that the galactic design was available in football in the unparalleled series, which when you do these things, you have these conversations, you dig in, you start to learn some things. So like some collectors don't know unparalleled football even exists because it's not a product that Panini decided to keep printing. And that's when it gives us as collectors the opportunity to dig in, educate ourselves, set up a new save searches, save search. And I know there's a lot of collectors out there who PC certain football players and who are now looking for their respective unparalleled player in galactic form. And I think that's cool. And that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to bring awareness to cool cards that exists in cool opportunities and areas that we collect. The other thing, just to like put a final uh, stamp on the Galactics episode, I do think it is fun that we have a parallel that is so gripping and amazing in hand, but also has a uh, mystery print run to it. And we there's the blowout threads, people trying to do their own math. Uh, but I think that's cool, and I like that. And I think we don't necessarily need to have all the definitive answers. And I think that's what's fun about maybe collecting a short print. If you like it, you think it's cool, collect it. And that's what I've been doing with Galactics, and especially Galactics in WWE form. And, I, and something interesting that I was not expecting happened when, and I'm not going to talk necessarily about the car or the collector because. It is moved on to a new home, and this is what happens in the hobby sometimes. But I decided, and to as I was talking or promoting the episode <laughs> with Mission Street Cards, was just to do a quick reel of my WWE Galactics collection, just to say, you know what, like these are cards that I really like, and um, I had never done it before. So let me just do the open up the Zion case have the row and just flip through all of my galactics. And that was fun. And I themed it to uh, Beastie Boys Intergalactic. I got some comments there. Um, but I got a DM slide from someone. And someone who saw my post messaged me and was a specific collector of someone that was in that stash. Now, it's interesting when you... I, where I am collecting WWE Galactics, and of course I want my top guys and gals, but I don't really have a method to my madness outside of I like these cards and I'm buying guys and gals that I really like. 
And so I'm not trying to collect the entire galactic set that maybe I will at some point in my life, but that just seems like a beast of a, uh, an effort. So what I am doing is just when I see these cards available and there's someone who I really enjoy in, in the ring and I'm a fan of, I typically in the price is right. I'll buy the cards. And so what happened was someone saw one of the cards that I have that I would say in my collecting collection of galactic stash would be a card that would be movable, right? It would be movable if somebody approached me who needed the card. And so that's what happened. And so someone asked me, hey, I collect this person, which I when they DM'd me, I already knew it because the wrestling community is a small community and uh, small but mighty. And most everyone knows each other, especially if you are a passionate collector of a specific performer. And so this individual slid into my DMs and said, hey, I've been looking for this galactic for a long time. Um, congrats on getting it. Just want to let you know that or asked if it would be if it was available. And my response was not available right now, but you'll be the first to know if it if it ever becomes available. They said, thank you. And by the way, here is the offer that I will give you on this card just in case you ever are you're ever interested in moving. Now, I will say the offer was strong to very strong, where it caused me to take a step back and I started to evaluate. And so my thinking was, wow, this offer is very strong. It is a lot more than I thought that, well, it's certainly a lot more than I paid for the card. And it's a lot more than I would expect to get from this card. So I told the, I responded back and just said, and this is where like clear communication in the hobby is really important because so much happens that you don't expect. And so I told the individual, I commented, I said, this is a very strong offer. And it was such a strong offer that it was like, I'm not a guy who's going to try to like nickel and dime people or like negotiate, especially when an offer is like super aggressive. And I told the individual, I said, hey, they didn't ask me for this, but I said, hey, this is because this is what I like to do. I said, hey, let me just take 24 hours on this and appreciate the offer and let me sleep on it. If I wake up and this is a card that I'm ready to move, I'll let you know. And so I slept on it, woke up, was thinking about it. And I just said to myself, like, there are so many other cards that I'm chasing, that I'm after right now. And I know that this card is going to a home where it's likely going to be forever and in a collection where it should be. So let's do this. So the deal was done. I was not expecting this, but this all just came because I posted my collection. And so I talk about that a lot. Like my intention of the post was not to sell a card, it was to show my cards, but it ended up causing me to sell a card for a lot more than I thought to, to a collector who I'm really happy that it ended up with. So at another time and another place, we'll maybe talk about what that card is and talk about the collector. But I have a rule when I sell a card to someone, I don't like to disclose it. That's it's their card. They can share it if they want to post it and talk about it, then I'll repost it and we can get to that conversation. But I hope you're enjoying these parallel series. It's been a lot of fun. And I would be remiss to not talk about the damn Super Fractor. You know that card, that parallel, that one of one with the gold and the swirls and the 
It captivates the hearts and minds of collectors. And whenever there's a bat signal around superfractors, people go nuts, man, to try to get their superfractors out of their case to post them. Well, hopefully there's going to be a lot more of those posts coming Thursday before the episode drops on Friday. You know I had to have him on here to talk about something, and that is superfractor. So I got my man Drake at Drake's PC, who is a superfractor aficionado himself and has some amazing superfractors. We're going to talk about the cards, the history, why they're so powerful. So make sure you tune in on Friday for that episode. Another topic that I think always bubbles up that uh, happened to me this past week is you know, when a new card or new product comes out and the card pops up on a selling platform and it has a price, like, but there's no comps, what do you do? And so this happened to me. This happened to me with um, WWE Select just dropped their Asian T-Mall product. And in that product, there's a case hit called Artistic Selections. Now this Artistic selections are short print, and based on these, this being a Asian release, there has been people like WWE Gelman, who's already has data regarding cases, number, uh, you know, basically what is the print run of these things? And so, when I saw these cards, I saw like I woke up, I didn't even realize this product was being released. And I just looked in my safe searches, in my Roman Reigns safe searches, and I just saw this art, artistic selection card. And it was like, I was like, what the hell is this card? Like, is this like a national card? Is this like a Panini release? Like, uh, what is this thing? And I just looked at this card. I was like, this card is freaking amazing. Like, I don't know what this is. And so, like, I went on with my day. And then, because the card was up for auction. So, it was up for auction, but had to buy it now. And so... I like went on with my day, came back, looked on, you know, social media and saw Adam WWE Gilman talking about these cards. And I was like, oh, and I started to get educated. Like, oh, this is a uh, new case hit from the Asia Select product. And so then I started digging in, asking questions. And the thing that got me about these cards was just the full bleed image. And on the front of it, there's there's five, I think. There's five different wrestlers. So you've got Rock, Reigns, Asuka, AJ Styles, and there's one more that The Rock, AJ Styles, Asuka, Roman, and Undertaker. Okay, so those are the five. But the full bleed image, like Roman has his the WWE title, he's got the universal title behind his back. And it's just like a shot of him like walking to the ring with his God mode shirt on. And I looked at this card and there was a bid for, it was like an auction starting at a hundred bucks, I think. And then maybe had to buy it now of $265. Okay. So I just smashed Ben. I was like, you know what? More of these might be released. They might go for lower, but I don't really give a shit because I love this card and I'm getting this card. I've been checking to see the availability of these and there's been a AJ Styles posted. There's an Undertaker at auction and there's one rock available. But I don't know. This is like a product that, I don't know, you just sometimes on these Asia releases, you just don't know how much is going to become available. So the moral of the story is there for me 
Sometimes you just got to buy a card and smash Ben if you love it and don't think about it too much. I want to close out this episode. and I didn't even do a good job of teasing this, but just want to talk about this before we get out of there. But I think one of the coolest things that we can do in the hobby is take the steps to start a new collection across a new sport. You might not go full blow, full blow and start buying new cards of that. But I think going through the process is one of the most exciting things that we can do and have in the hobby. I view building my collection like writing a story. It's always evolving. There are themes and these themes exist of primary sports, eras, products. There are characters and the characters are typically the cards of the players that we collect. Some of them stay, others die on the vine and go away. There are pivotal moments that cause these stories to go. And some of these moments are incited by nostalgia. Some of these are a new connection that is created with a player or team that we love. I give all the cards in my collection the space and I try to give them the space because I want to know, do I appreciate them like I did when I bought them? Does that affection change? It is a constant evaluation. I say a lot on this show that we all need to be the CEOs of the PC, our PC. There's also an element of it. It's like being a GM, the cards that we buy our per we the cards that we buy are purchased based on emotion a lot of the time, but there's also some other things involved in that. When we buy based on emotion and passion, then we let our hearts be the compass for those purchases. We let our hearts lead, but we also have to consider our heads in the process. It's a balance between our head and our heart. When I think about our head, I think about the value, and so the value that we buy these cards at. We want to. When we're starting a new PC, especially across the new sport, we need to get educated and we want to understand the stores of value. It's an important piece. And I think doing the research, understanding the market and understanding how things work helps make all of us an educated collector. And when we do this process, we don't necessarily need to go start the PC. We might decide, you know what, this is not for us. But going through that process reinvigorates us as collectors. We want to feel like we are buying something we love, but we want to buy something that also has plenty of room to grow. And luckily, unfortunately, we have kick-ass, amazing tools built by awesome collectors like Card Ladder that helps us do that. When we start collecting a new sport, I found the greatest thing that we can do is use our knowledge from our previous space that we're coming from and see how it applies to that new space. Most people don't talk about it, but there are so many elements that are transferable. I think a lot about WWE in the example. It's such wrestling card collectors. It's such a niche and small community. And what I've learned from football card collecting, I try to transfer over, especially when the Panini license transferred over and there was new cards, new sets, new products. And I think legacy collectors might in those spaces might think some of us are crazy, but they don't have the knowledge because they collect only one thing and don't collect across all sports. And I think the diversity of collecting across multiple sports allows you and affords you the opportunity to be educated and make better decisions. That at least is my perspective. And that's what I've understood in my own buying over time. Is it a sure thing? I don't think so, but at least it's a place you give it is a place to give you the highest chance of maintaining stored value on a new collection that you're building. Think following other collectors in those new sports that you're going after or approaching is important. 
having conversations with them is important. Your collection becomes more sustainable when you pick a player that you love and it is not a player that you are being influenced to love. It's like falling in love in high school all over again. You get to set up your save searches. You get to join new groups. It's that new, fresh date feeling. You know what I mean? New groups, new outlook. Um, there's new stimulations. It's a new chapter. And you, in that moment, have the chance to write the best story and a story that is going to reinvigorate your hobby experience and make you really damn happy as a collector. My name is Brett McGrath. I collect sports cards. I love collecting sports cards. I have a podcast about collecting sports cards. It's this one, Stacking Slabs. Tell a damn friend that you're enjoying this podcast. I'll be back on on Friday with my man Drake's PC. We're talking about Super Fractors, baby. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. Happy collecting and talk to you soon.